Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Caps for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. I'm Tommy, sitting here with Cam and Liam, and we're giving the everyday battler a voice and deleting head noise one laugh at a time. Uh, before we get into it, Cam, let's crack one of these better beers. It's just after 10, so we're not pirates. Yeah. Cheers. Bottle loads are open, so we are. <laughs> Quick one before night shift. Mm. Yeah. Welcome, um, mate. Introducing today's guest, one of the most exciting prospects in Australian boxing right now and one of my personal favourite fighters to watch, Liam Wilson. How you going, brother? Yeah, good, mate. Thanks for having us on. No worries. Thanks for coming up, mate. I think we should kick off by, you know, the most exciting thing that's coming up, mate, and that's your, um, you're heading to the US for an exciting fight and opportunity. And um, why don't you let us know what's going on there, mate? Yeah, so I've got a, um, I've got a fight with a... UK fella, Archie Sharp, for yep. a potential world title eliminator. Um, that's the January 28th on the Tim Zewanda card. Yep. Uh, we're supposed to be heading over at the end of this month on the 28th as well, which yep. would give me eight weeks over there. Yeah. Uh, we've got a few things we're waiting on, like visa, et cetera. Yeah. And then um, we'll make our way over there and get a few weeks or oh, a few weeks training. Yep. Yeah, and, awesome, um, bro. Yeah, get ready for this, for the next big fight, yeah. Yeah. So for people who don't sort of know, man, a world title eliminator fight, like what, what is that potentially, like what you're going to do? Well, <clears throat> I'm number three in the world at the moment. I'll be fighting number one, yep. which is Archie Sharp, and um, winning that will should set me up for a world title fight straight after it. Yeah, awesome. Um, Who's currently got the belt at the moment? It's vacant at the moment. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Shakur Stevenson just moved up. Yeah. I think the... He 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 just beat Oscar Valdez, who is now he will be fighting for it, and I think the featherweight world champion is moving up. Yep, and they'll be fighting off for the world title. 
Yeah, nice, mate. So, so, have you, so potentially if you win this, is there a potential that you could be fighting for it in Australia or that's like a don't really know? I don't, I don't really know, but I, I dare say my promoter, no, yeah. no limits, would try and organise that for Australia. Yeah. Surely Definitely. the Rose boys can get that home. Yeah, I reckon they'll. Yeah. Imagine that, bro. I can have all the tricks out of the bag for that one. Oh, for sure. Because you just so, headlined a no limit card, didn't you? Not long yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, in the last fight. So What was that like? That was good. That was good. You know, I felt like it was a long time coming. Yeah. You know, I've been on the big shows. You know, co-main eventing or mm. you know help help build these shows anyway, and yeah, you know, I think it was a matter of time. I've taken the hard fights, and yeah, I thought it was about time I had a hard fight myself and or another one, and yeah, my own show. So to be able to do it in Brisbane, yeah, that would have been special. Town, yeah, it was good. Yeah, good. and a good hard fight as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always sort of pride myself on that, and yeah, you know, to get that in Brisbane, it was, it was good. Because a lot of your fights have ended pretty spectacularly with a knockout. Yeah. So to go through a, a fight like that, like you said, a hard fight and get through the rounds would have been a good feeling as well. Yeah, it was good. And I, like, I feel like when I have these hard fights, I'll rise to the occasion and I'll, and I'll finish them. Yeah. You know, like with the Hazus Quadro, you know, he, he just fought the world champion five months before I fought him. Yeah. And I knocked him out in the fifth round. Yeah. Um, I knocked, then I fought, um, obviously, the rematch of Noine, knocked yep. him out. Yeah, yeah. And But with this guy, I, you know, it was a hard fight. You know, there was an adversity in it. Yeah. You know, breaking my hand in the, around the fifth round. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I wanted to get rid of him, but obviously, you know, I just had a, something hold me, hold me back there. Yeah. You know, I, th- I, think, I think in hindsight, looking at it, having those rounds under my belt were, you know, were right, right for this moment now. Yeah, for going sure. Going to what's potentially around the corner. 100%. Definitely. So these, this preparation for the US, how do you approach that fight? Do you f- approach it differently to others or is it the same thing that you just like routine now? Yeah, sort of routine, but each camp I kind of alter it a bit. Yep. So this time I'm, doing, I'm trying to be bigger and bigger and harder runs. Yep. Um, it's a bit of a tricky one, this one, because I, I had surgery on my hand after the last fight. Yep. I had a bone graft taken out of my hip and um, a plate put in the side of my hand. Yeah, righto. So I left it for eight weeks thinking it was just a, a, you know, just in a casual sort of break. Yeah. And then I got looked at it again. They said, yeah, you might need surgery. This is, I should have got done straight away. Yeah. So then I was kind of playing of time. Then I was like, fuck, well, this Vegas, I knew this Vegas fight was probably coming up. But it was a matter of if the hand would be right by then. Yeah. So I've, I've had the all clear on the hand now, which is good. But um, as as for then, I was sitting there and I was just thinking, fuck, hopefully this hand's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, like I had the bone graft taken out of my hip. I couldn't really walk or run, maintain fitness. I was, yeah. I was essentially sitting on the couch. How long were you down for? I was, it took, fuck, I couldn't do, like, I couldn't, fuck, well, since the fight, yeah, probably about four, five, four, month, four, five months of not doing much at all, because, well, yeah. yeah, there's no point in me training with one hand, so yeah, I was yeah. heel, but then I got the surgery, and I couldn't even walk, I couldn't walk, yeah, couldn't run, it was, and I had, then I had the surgery on my hand. That'd be hard, too, so, like. Like you said, you've got one hand and then you can't really walk or run yeah, or so, use both. So what are you just sitting there well, trying not to eat too much? <laughs> mate, to be honest, I made the most of it and, um, you know, caught up with my mates and... Yeah, yeah that's right. That, that was my the, festive season. Yeah, Enjoyed good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my sort of time to sort of splurge and do the things I want to do. Yep. And then um, as soon as the hips started feeling better, I started going for walks, back running, and then um, then I started using the hand when I got the all clear to, you know, start using it probably 25%. Yep. And then, um, yeah, just been... Probably the last four weeks been going pretty hard. Yeah. Um, last week got the all clear on my hand and start punching fully. Yeah. So it was a, I had to really make sure I was doing that like exactly what the surgeon said. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, if like one little setback now would would cost me the fight in Vegas. Yeah, that's right. You know, a week or two, you know, to to turn it down would yeah it would cost me. So is it now something that you're fully confident in? Like if that yeah. if that is in your head now, there's no little thing going. Oh, shouldn't shouldn't throw this punch or something or fucking. 
it kind of it feels like oh yeah it feels like it feels like that a little bit yeah but it's just the confidence and it's just so tight and soft at the moment yeah my, right my on. wrist is tender just from not using just it just from for not a using while. it in terms of like it, me punching with it, it feels yeah. pretty good like I've been using it 100 percent on the heavy bag yeah yeah cool obviously when you're sparring and punching someone's head yeah it, it just feels a bit hard object and you're yeah. like oh will it, will, it, will it hold up yeah and because I know if, if I do have a setback yeah the yeah. flight's probably gone so yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to use the next few weeks to sort of ease into it. Yep. Um, I think on the so obviously the 28th of this month would be about eight weeks out from the fight. So, yeah, I've got a good base level of fitness underneath me. Yeah, probably. I've been working pretty hard. Yep. Um, they still want your heavy sparring, or they want you to do more shadow sort of work. Or no, he's, he's, they want you. He's gave me the all clear. But, yeah, yeah. You know, just in confidence for myself. Yeah, yeah that's right. obviously myself. I know, but I think I need a couple of weeks just to sort of get the light light sparring in. Yep. And, yeah. And um, yeah. Right. Is that yeah. a, is eight weeks your normal fight camp distance? Like, as in, if you go over with eight weeks, that's a normal camp leading up to a fight? Yeah, kind of. Some people do it in eight weeks. Yeah. Some people do. It's all up to the individual, really. Like, yep. about eight weeks, ten weeks. I suppose it'd be um, a weight cut thing, too, wouldn't it? Yeah, like, as in. It all depend on the per. Yeah, like, some people really do blow up out of weight and. Yeah. Old um, Paddy Pimlet from UFC. Yeah, perfect <laughs> yeah, example. Yeah, I was just watching a, a documentary on Ricky Hatton last night. Oh yeah, and he was very similar. Yeah. Like, I don't know what what the pounds conversion is, but mm. he, he would have had to lose about twenty kilos each camp. And I'm like, fuck no. What do you sit at, man? From where you fight? Okay, how much do you give yourself? For, for this camp, I was, I was about 67. Yep. 67. I fight at well, it's pretty particular. 58.9, 59 kilos. Yeah. So it's quite a bit. Yep. I, I did like a, I had a scan down on my body because I knew I lost a lot of muscle and um, obviously just sitting down doing nothing, put on mm. a fair bit of weight. All that weight would have been you know, obviously fat and that. Yeah. So I thought it was about 20, nearly 20% body fat, which is a fair bit for me. I've never been that, been like that my whole life. Yeah. I've had injuries and stuff over over the time, but I've always been able to sort of alter it and, you know, like do running at least or yeah, go for yeah. walks, swimming. Yeah. If I had one hand I could I could at least use the other. Yeah. But yeah. this time I, I couldn't even do that. Yeah. You know, it was just it's too hard to move around and I um yeah, it was just too tender. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So So you're are you twenty six? Twenty six, yeah. Yeah. Twenty seven next year and Yeah. Yeah. I've, like this American trip coming up, I feel so young. Oh, it's awesome man to see where what what potentials like what you're getting offered now as a 26 year old bloke especially looking at what some blokes are doing in their late sort of 30s yeah. still like you got unreal amount of time in your peak too to fucking to be able to hook in and that's how i feel i feel like fuck like what i've done i've you know obviously i accomplished a few things a fair, fair bit in this early stage of my career yeah but i feel like i'm at the not the pinnacle but i feel like the not the engineer but yeah. like you know, the, the the highest is nearly nearly hit there already. Yeah, yeah. So I just gotta. It's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a rough road, you know. Wins, losses, yeah. titles. Well, no, well, bro. Yeah. Like I think That's it's awesome cool. too that like you said you've been through a fair bit already. I think an unreal bit that I personally seen and commend you for is the fight with Joe Noyne, taking your first loss as a professional, and then how you went about that man and redeemed yourself and fucking finished with a highlight reel knockout yeah. like that. That was fucking unreal, and I suppose that's going through adversity to the max, like already, sort of thing. So you've got that under your belt already. Yeah, and that's how that's how I truly do feel about it as well. Like I've mm. already copped a loss. I've done the hardest. The hardest thing in my life already is you know losing my dad. So I feel like a, lo- a loss in a fucking fight's nothing for me. Yeah, but, you mate, know, yeah, that as, long, look- as long as I can come back from it. Yeah. So you know that was, that was probably the the worst and best experience of my life. Yeah. Because you know obviously the thing I like doing is boxing. But I felt like it was pretty diminished at that time. Yeah. But I knew the only way to really 
throw that under the rug was come back with a win. And, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I, I do remember, like, you know, obviously losing and um, going back. We had a meeting with my manager, my trainer, just a couple of days after the loss. We had, we had a meeting in his office and they gave me, they kind of gave me a few options. What do you want to do? Do you want to have a few warm-up fights and, you know, ease into it? Or what do you want to do? I said, nah. No, rematch, rematch. That's it. That's the only fight I want. Go straight I for it. I, I can beat this guy, and I was always, I was winning that fight. I was obviously I got dropped. I got dropped in the first round, and I was coming back to win. Yeah. The whole time in that fight, I was I could see him breaking, and I was going to stop him in a few more rounds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not that I, I always always go in there looking just to hurt these people. Yeah, yeah. But I was confident I was going to break him down and beat him. I could see it in his face, but um, yeah. You know, see, he got me, and the the fight planned out the way it did. Oh, you know, went the way that it did, and yeah. You know, but you know the way I lost, and I thought, nah, I'm, I was still going to be a winner. Yeah, man. I was, was going to take the rematch, and um, that's fucking you know, unreal. Clear, because clear things up. a lot of people probably would have shied away from that a little bit and went, oh, if I fight him again, like what if he fucking wins again, and then stuff like yeah. that. But the fact that you put yourself out there, man, and did what you did, like Quinn, can you look up the fucking highlight of that that, that second that second one that left hook, bro? Yeah, that is oh, just yeah. filth. Like, is that something you set up in your camps and stuff like that, mate? <clears throat> With um, one of, one of my other knockouts with Jesus Quadro is exactly the same as this. It was a right hand, set, just feeling, feeling out and then left hook. <laughs> yeah, bud. That would have been surreal. You stand with your kids afterwards and you put that post up. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, thank, thank fuck. Like, After yeah. going through all that too, like what was the head noise like for you, bro? Like taking that fight on and then going right. Like was he just living rent-free in your yeah. head, that bloke? Yeah, pretty well, yeah. Taking the, it was the, like, like I said, it was the worst and best experience of my life. Mm. The best experience was just getting the win, but leading up to it, it was like, fuck, what happens if I do lose this? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I had the confidence, but it, there's always that what if because I thought I was winning the first one too. Mm. Yeah. I, I still remember you after the fight saying, like, I can finally fuck this bloke off yeah. out of my head yeah. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I was honestly, I remember, so like the, the fight was in, was it February? I think, I think, it, was, I think it was February. Yeah. And I, um, I made sure on New Year's Eve at one o'clock in the morning. I went for a, I did a, a fucking hard session, yeah, harder session just to make sure I'm gonna kick this year off with a crack. So yep. I know the first thing that comes up this year for me is this hard fight and this hard thing I have to overcome. Yeah, so I went, for, I did a big, a fucking bigger session. I was like, I'm on the site bike for something like half an hour or mm. a good pace. But if you know what they are, they're fucking yeah. brutal. Those things. The, the start of the name explains them all. Oh, I, think, I think the only time we've they spent are. longer than five minutes on one is when there was a chick set up in front of us at the at the gym one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hip thrust. That, that's how ideally what you want to be watching. Yeah, yeah she right. could have faced any other way as well, and she just good girl. We were already there us. first. So yeah. we were there first. <laughs> and then you had to right. wait until she started sweating. And mm. No, that's right. But, um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's like, it was just, it was a nightmare. Like, I remember I'd be, like, eating, tra- training at random times as well. Like, I knew it had to be in bed, but then I'd be running at, like, 10 or 11 just thinking, yeah, like, wow. I better get one up on him. Yeah. Yeah, I know he won't be doing this on the Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. That's how I was thinking. Yep. And then, um, you know, that that's just the training sort of things. Then you then I'll be sitting there with my kids sometimes, and I'll be like, fuck, like, I'll be asking my kids questions like, like just for a bit of guarantee. Or, and I do with my friends and my trainers and my managers. Like, do you think I'll win? Just a bit of yep. confirmation. And, yep. you know, here I am asking my three-year-old little kid, mm. do you think I'll win? And she'll be like, yeah, yeah, Dad. And yeah, I'll, think, yeah. I'll snap out of it and go, fuck, no. Nah, no, nah, I'll promise you I'll win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not, not you. I'll, I'll, I'll promise you I'll do it. And, um, oh, man, there's been crazy times. Like, seriously. Oh, what was um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, it was something. I feel like it was a really big blur of my life too. Yeah, I really did blur it out. Even the fight itself, I didn't. I didn't really celebrate it in my head. I was like, think I was just literally like because the build up for so long. Yeah, yeah. No, I think fuck this is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, because no, mate, like he's a what was he? Was he number six at the time? Uh, yeah, I think it was six or seven. Yeah, six or seven. Or and that was a pretty big around. jump from who you fought yeah. previously, wasn't it? Yeah, like, it was, yeah, in, yeah. Yeah, and like as a team, we'd sit back and watch, and like we, you know, obviously at the rematch, we took the right. We, like, I felt like I took, we took the right decision in the first fight as well. Mm. Obviously, it just planned out the way it did, and. And what about he actually? He weighed in fucking over, didn't he? The second fight, yeah, four kilo, four kilos. I reckon. I reckon he could have weighed one hundred and twenty, and you would have fought him still. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. on that leader, mate. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he wasn't any heavier because I didn't think it'd take. I don't, you know, I don't think I never. I never would have thought that would have taken that much. Or you would have feel that much weight behind the punches. Yeah, yeah right. But in the fight I did, I was like, "Fucking hell!" Yeah, like, right. I, I could, make, I could, I could feel that difference. Like yeah. it must have been. We had, it was there was a bit of a clause in it. Like he could only put on so much weight, but going going into on the time of going get into the venue, he could only be something like four kilo or five kilos. Oh, from no, no, what he weighed, six, it was six kilos over. He could be okay. And I know, I know, I admit for a fact, I was only about. Two and a half kilos heavier than weighing. Yeah, I was just so lean. I, I probably overtrained that camp. My body was eating itself. Yeah, yeah. I think I weighed in about sixty-one and a half going into the fight. Yep. He his his clause was he could be at the venue at sixty-six, and then he could eat whatever he want within like the two hours before the fight. So I reckon he would have been in the ring at about sixty-eight. But um, I could definitely feel the, the power and those punches, but you know, behind it. Yeah, well, that's know? interesting too, eh? Because you look at the weight classes in boxing, and you go, "Fucking hell, there's so many of them, and there's like those couple of kilos." Yeah. But that does make a difference, eh? Those yeah, kilos yeah, between. Mate. Well, put it this way, like, yeah, like, I, like I, I think the same thing. I'm like, "Fuck, like, yeah, it's crazy." Like those one or two kilos is phenomenal. Mm. But then I sit there and watch UFC, and I think. It's, it's, oh, crim- it's criminal to have those weight divisions and such big uh, weight gaps. Yeah. Because – Especially if someone's yeah. natural body weight seems to be like right at the top of the scale of the weight yeah. class or whatever. So they got to fight these dudes who are so much naturally bigger than them, eh? Or yeah. kill themselves to nearly get, get, so, get so down. So dangerous. Like, yeah. Yeah, when I watch it, I think that's so impressive. Like, mm. yeah, they're tough bastards. Yeah, oh, for know? sure. So – but yeah, no, it was – to get that out of the way, it was good. You know, obviously yeah. get, get his rankings, which was after in the first fight. Yeah. You know, come back and sort of, you know, the, the rematch was one big thing because it was a big dent in my pride. Mm. You know, I never thought I'd lose and lose the way that I did. Yeah. I always thought, of, I thought I always thought I was undroppable. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so I had to tie it up a lot at my camp. You know, I wasn't on a diet. You know, no excuses. The guy beat me fair and square. But, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I had to do a big weight cut, which was no excuse because I'd, I've done that weight cut exactly like that main times before it. Yeah, but after that one in, in particular, I was I was pretty confident I went into it concussed because I um I did the weight cut and I had a, I, I, my mate Calm was riding uh, driving the car and I, after the one I said mate we got to stop into a chemist I said my head is pounding and like the, just the just my head was like in this in this state eh? yep. yeah so <clears throat> got some medicine and that and um yeah just my my punch absor- absorption ability was wasn't there like he'd tap me and I'd go down and I think fuck like that didn't that didn't feel hard. Yeah, it didn't look like it was coming up my yard, but here I am on the canvas. Yeah, jump yeah. back up, bang down again, jump yeah. back up, down again, and that to me was a, it's a massive dent in my pride. And um, yeah, and I just felt like it shouldn't have happened, and that's just another reason why I took the rematch and thought, all right, well, yeah. you know, I've said I'll do the rematch, but now I've got to show the whole of Australia that I can do it. Mm. You know, yeah. I've, I just, I've just been knocked out in front of Australia. Like that's what a fucking you can't. Literally couldn't have done it in a better way. No, nah, no, nah, that's right. That was fucking so. sick. Especially just saying, fuck you, I'm fighting you, even you've yeah, four kilos over and then knocked him out. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember thinking, you fucking grub. Like when he weighed yeah. in over, I'm like, four kilos, cunt. Yeah, what? I, I don't know what happened. Yeah, even I don't know what happened there. Cause like, Eating sinkers. Cause he he would have made <laughs> lead. He would have been overweight and like knowing that he was going to lose all his rankings on the scales. Yeah. Which I know as a boxer and professional boxer, you would never put that at risk. Mm. So I'm not too sure what happened on his end. 
Mm. As for me, I prepared for the guy to knock me out eight months before it. Yeah. And that's what I was expecting. So for, me, for him to come in that heavy, I was, it was in complete shock for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, but even in the fight, like, he came out pretty damn sharp. Like, I was like, fuck. Yeah, like, yeah he's been training. <laughs> so, so in terms of what happened on his end, I don't know. Maybe mm. he just... What was it like leading up to? Because, like, you would have found into these bigger fights, the press conferences, yeah. right? Having to deal with the press conferences against normally other blokes who you can throw a bit of lip at or whatever. It wouldn't have been that same feel with someone whose English yeah. isn't their language, right? Was that, was that a bit weird? It's a little bit weird, but I'm not a big talker anyway. Yeah, right. I'm not a big talker and um, I'm, not, I'm not really a shit talker either. Mm. You know, if I had someone that was like that towards me, I reckon I'd probably have a go back at him. Yeah, yeah. But um, now I'm a pretty quiet fellow, like, that wasn't yeah. too bad. Even in my last fight, they got the Argentinian didn't speak any English, mm. and um, that's how I'd sort of like it. Yeah, just re- it's just respect. Yep. We're here to fight. How'd you go? And, you reckon um, if you had like the proper dude just yeah, barking no. at you, like I reckon. To... I reckon <laughs> you'd froth, I, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. I reckon. I just I couldn't imagine it. Like if someone did that out to me in public, yeah, I'd probably smack them in the head. <laughs> yeah, let alone someone just trying to do it in front of all my fans and yeah, that's right. Just, yeah. I'd, I reckon. Especially if you had your family there. Yeah, and they'd all. probably be a bit of a push and shove. Yeah, yeah, probably. How do you reckon you'd go like? I'd probably do a big front push kick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> UFC yeah. vibes. Yeah. Oh, something different. Yeah. yeah. But I suppose it'd be one of those things too where I suppose you've got to be careful like if someone knows that about you that you're like get fired up easily. Yeah. I suppose not getting too fired up and staying in your lane, you reckon you'd be pretty good with that? Like chilling Maybe. out before the fight and going, right, eh? He's a fuckhead, but I've got to fight. Like. Yeah, p- probably. I reckon there's a few blokes in Australia that would get under my skin. Yeah, just yeah. Cause like, well, because it's taken, like, there's a few people I want to fight. It hasn't happened. And, you know, if they were to be like that at the press conference, I'd think, yeah, you're just doing that for a show now. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that would fuck me off more. Been running away yeah, for that, years. Yeah, that, that would fuck me off more. That would yeah. that would piss me off more. Yeah. But someone from, you know, in America or whatever, like, it is what it is. Like, well, he, does, he doesn't know me. Archie, isn't he uh, undefeated? Undefeated, yeah. He's from the UK. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. So, like, I'm not too sure. He might have a bit of lip on him. Yeah, maybe. He, he might do. The old poms always throw a bit of lip. Just yeah. fucking hit him up about the cricket, mate, if he starts. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hopeless cunts. But, um, but um, actually, I don't because I think they just won the T20 thing. But anyway. Yeah. Um, How are you feeling about, um, obviously, the American trip going into winter over there, summer here? Is your training change at all? Yeah, it would, actually. I've been thinking about doing the – even down to my running. Like, over here, it's nice and cruisy, shirt off, getting a bit of a tan. Yeah. Mm. Can't do that in America. No. And – um. I was actually saying to my teammates, um, you know, we have to factor in that we could get sick, you know. Yeah. We could get sick. We've got to factor in that stuff. You know, it could be a week at a camp, you know, climate change and, um, yeah, just the little things. Yeah, going for runs, fucking freezing. Nothing worse than running in a windy, freezing joint. Yeah. I suppose that's why heading over that little bit before, right? Giving yeah. yourself that time to adjust to the climate, train a bit in that, get that feel. Yeah, yeah so ideally, like, yeah, but I'd like to go there as, like, as, soon as, like, as soon as the body can, but, you know, a th- few things holding us up. Mm. Um, so where are you actually going? Sorry. So the fight's in Vegas. Yep. I think we might be. It's just. In, it's just sort of in, at the moment. It's in talks. Mm. We could be training out of uh, California. Yep. Right. No. So we just. It's all up in the air at the moment. Um, you know, but that's the plan. Yeah. That's no, plan. it's I'm fucking exciting, it. mate. Yeah. I can't wait, wait to watch it. Like, I think there's a few Aussies on that fight card as well. So keen to watch you. Fucking obviously Tim Zoo. Hopefully he can be undisputed. That'd be fucking unreal, oh, wouldn't it? It'd be unreal. Like I feel so privileged to be. Um, fighting on the card and getting mm. this opportunity, you know, I, I feel like I've definitely earned it. But um, yep. you know, it feels pretty surreal that an Australian promotion is moving over to America to do their first yeah. big show. Yeah, that's awesome, um, man. And yeah, so, no, do you reckon you'll be approaching that, like watching? Obviously, 
all your focus is just dialed into that your fight. Yeah. But obviously after your fight, watching the headline go ahead with Tim Zoo, like, is that you going right? That's fucking me. Like, as in, yeah, like, yeah, that's uh, like that's always the plan, you know. Like that, oh, that's the main goal is to to be in that position one day. Mm. Um, selling out somewhere back home. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'd get off more and selling. Back home, you know. Back home, yeah, yeah. But, you know, obviously I do these fights here and yep. it's a part of the thing. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to bring something big back here. Oh, and sure, hopefully mate. getting this win, you know, we can attract a big fight back here. Yeah. You know, there's a few names in the show too, like potentially down the line that we can make a big fight with, you know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not calling out anybody, but there's no, a few big yeah. names in the show that we could um, yeah, yeah. We fight make with. happen. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, but I think first and foremost, I have to get this win. Um, yep. You know, move from number three to number one. Yeah. And, um, yeah, see what happens from there. So you're you're 26, 27, like turning 27. Your do you reckon your body will change as you get towards your 30s, early 30s, and you'll be able to maintain this weight? Or what? It, what are your it's, thoughts with that? Yeah, it's a tough one, eh? Like I, I was saying to my trainer literally two nights ago. I said each camp, I feel like your body, my body's getting bigger and stronger. Yep. Mm. Bigger and stronger. I feel like I'm getting better as a boxer. Yep. But um. Yeah, weirdly enough, obviously being like under a professional diet and sticking to my regime, nice in particular, I've actually gone down in weight over all these years. Yeah, right. Like actually, when I, when I fought Reece Evans, he's a Gladstone boy, yep. that was at 64 kilos, which is a welterweight in the comparisons of, you know, welterweight. But now I'm at super featherweight, which is about three divisions lighter. Yeah, this, right. That, right. So that's over, you know, as I've gotten older, I've gotten lighter. Well, there you go. So... Um, that's just purely down to a professional diet and sticking to, you know, what I should have been doing the whole time. Yeah. Um, what sort of the diet stuff you mainly focus on? Like protein, like... Yeah, I, honestly, looking at this diet I've been given, it's so it's pretty free. Like, it, if I had to look at it, if I had to look at it, and all it is is basically home-cooked meals. Like yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Chicken, fish, steak, yep. Yep. veggies, uh, protein shakes, smoothies, like nothing out of the ordinary. In my head, like, all these years, and probably why I've never been on a diet was... Um, you know, my my perspective on a diet was bloody fucking salad, tuna tins, and yeah, yeah. chicken know, breast. Yeah, see, and yeah, see for me, that wasn't that wasn't appealing to me. Yeah, no. you know, so that's probably why I stayed away from it. Mm. You know, obviously taking that loss put me right in that direction, and I had to tie up a few things. You know, I didn't want to lose so much weight fluid wise. You know, suck the fluid out of my brain, and you know, I had to, I had to really try and tick off all the things that you know could have made me lose. And you know, I, I knew I did, my punch absorption was not there. So yep. I put that down to, you know, obviously the weight cut and so I had to tidy that up. Mm. And, like, well, something that I've loved about watching you fight is that aggression when you fight. Like, yep. is that something like like when you go into a Noine fight the first time or even this one and moving into these title shots, do you have to reserve yourself a bit there? Like, in your head, are you going, I want to kill <laughs> this fucker? Yeah. But like, reserve it a little bit? Is- yeah, in, in the last two fights, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I always, always have that mannerism in my in, – just as me as a person. I don't yep. walk around in the streets – and I try and be a tough guy, I think, but I always feel like I have this fighting, just this fighting, I don't know, bone inside me. Just, yep. I'm just always ready. Yeah. That's probably one thing I, w- I will say. I just can't take the fight out of me for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Because it's always in me. Oh, it's, yeah, I don't, know, I don't even know how to explain that. But You yeah. were built for it, mate. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just always in me. And um, But, the, you know, obviously these last two fights, like, I always like getting stuck in. Yeah, you know, kind of crowd pleasing. And, yeah. and I actually think that. I'm like, oh, well, the fans like this one. Fucking <laughs> hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't give a fuck. That's what you see on a card, and I go sweet. Yeah, That'll yeah. be a fucking good one to watch. And like an example would be if someone was to walk up on me and just swing and brawl. Mm. I think, well, I'll swing and brawl back, but better. Yeah, yeah. That's how it was. <laughs> yeah. That's how it was. Yeah. Well, these last two fights after losing, after losing the nine out, I thought right, I'll bo- our box this guy sticks to the game plan. Yep. 
And um, that's what happened. Mm. Same for the last fight. Like, he was a tough dude and I probably could have stuck down and just brawled with him the whole way. But, you know, I was trying to box at times. I did I did brawl with him as well because, yeah. you know, I had one hand. I was sort yeah. of – I had to revert to that. You know, otherwise I probably was going to mm. – probably stop me or something. They always say, look out for the quiet one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. But so, that's, yeah, That's interesting though, man. Like, you know, what you did take out of that loss and that, that part of your career and you can move forward now when you're really at this time and spot to fucking, you know. Yeah. And it was, it was good for me to see who I was as a person. Mm. You know, I know I can overcome that. And I, yeah. That's a big thing, you know. Not, like, not, it's not just the loss. It's the humiliation that you receive from it. You know, yeah. Just in yourself. You just got knocked out in front of the whole of Australia. Yeah. You know, can, can you back that up? Have you ever gone through any sort of mental stuff like that before? Like, I know you nah, said nah. you lost your dad, nah, which nah. would have been fucking... Like, yeah, nah. Always knew that's sort of a part of life thing. It's unfortunate, but, mm. you know, I miss him in that. Yeah. This was something I could change. You know, I felt yeah. the loss was on me. Mm. You know, if I, if I prepared better, I could have won. So I felt like it was all all up to me. Mm. And um, so therefore, I thought it was, it was my fault. Yep. Um, but no, I've never been through nothing like that. Yeah. There's a few, like, I remember one time I drove to, I was actually on the way to the swimming pool to get some laps in. Yep. And I took like, a bit of a detour, drove around a few k's past the pool and just ran in a paddock and I parked the car, walked in this paddock, laid on my back and I was just like, fuck, like, what have I signed up for here? And this is, I think this was mid-camp. Yeah, mid-camp, right, I was yeah. like, fuck. Like, fuck. Like, I promised my kids can I do it. I can do this, but can I do it? Yeah. You know, the flight's not too far away now. What happens if I do lose, you know? Like, yeah. What if? What if? What if yeah, I, yeah. You know, I said I can do it and I've signed up for this now. There's no pulling out. It's not a me it's not a me to pull out. Mm. And um at the same time I was confident but you just have those little little yeah. voices in your head. That's wild, and, um, eh? I was yeah. And I was I actually that that probably was the first time I had a glimpse of depression, I think. Because mm. I was like, Okay, like I thought it was in a real bad place. Like I thought for the first time in my life I could go to jail for like, something. I don't know yeah, what yeah. it would be, but <laughs> yeah. It just yeah. my life yeah, I don't know what was going on. Like it was pretty it's pretty yeah. just yeah. Me as a person, me as a dad was just there was no there was no dad. Yep. It was pretty shit to be honest. Yeah, like me around my kids, I was so angry with them and just your head. Yeah, boxing, boxing was first, they were second, mm. and there was no ifs and no buts. Yeah, and I'll give them my time after the win. Yeah, but up until then, nah. yeah, uh, dad, dad, dad checked out for a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, well, that's, that's a hard one. Eh? That's interesting, like to hear that. I eh? and um, would have been such a fucking hard thing. For you, for you to go through, but that, like you said, when you said I couldn't really celebrate after, like all that led up to that yeah. moment, and you just would have been going, "Thank I fuck." I couldn't think of anything worse. Like, yeah, I was like, "I'm not celebrating that. Mm. I'm not celebrating the eight months of torture." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I didn't give. I didn't care about that at all. I didn't care about. I didn't care about even that fight. I just wanted to get that win back because mm. I felt like I should have won the first one. Yeah, obviously I lost, and that's just boxing. But what a fucking building time for you as a person, mate. Not even yeah. just as a fighter. Exactly right, mate. And I'm um. You know, sometimes I take a step back. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, pr- I'm proud of myself for that one. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, you know, we we had the option. You know, most people, and that's the thing, like, there's no one else in Australia taking these rematches after a loss. Mm. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not putting anybody out there, but, like, you know, I knew yep. I did something special there. Yeah, fuck Taking the rematch straight away. Yeah, um, we, mate, we, the, people... the fight would have happened earlier, but there was a few little setbacks on his end, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably would have happened six months later, five months later, but it was probably a good way that it planned out. Yeah. Get my head right. That's right. You know, I was definitely concussed after it. Yeah. Mate, um, if you didn't have the respect of people before that fight, then you fucking will now because doing that and taking that rematch without any shit in between and just going bang, sorting yeah. it out, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, awesome. no, I didn't want any re- I didn't need, because I knew myself, I didn't I didn't need warm-ups. Mm. I didn't need that. My, my confidence was never differed at all. Yeah. You know, the loss didn't just dishearten me. Yeah. You know, but I was embarrassed with myself because I knew I could have won that fight and I should have won that fight. Yeah. And, um, 
it was just time for me to show everybody. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, and that's that's why we led into the last fight. Yeah. I want to show the people that wasn't a fluke. Give yep. me another hard one, you got. Yeah, for sure. You know how one. Yeah, fucking. So I. we took on um, uh, I can't. Remember. He's been names a bit. Yeah, Marita, yeah, yeah, something like <laughs> that. But yeah, he was, he was a tough fight, man. Yeah, tough yeah, fight. for sure. And you know, obviously with the the broken hand, mm. you, know, you know, it was credit to myself to get through that. Yeah, hundred percent. Trying to hold off a tough, strong guy and a big puncher. Will you study um your up and coming um it was Archie? Will you study any of his fights or look back on any of his or you just go in? Obviously, my trainer has shown me a little bit here and there. Yeah. But I don't try and buy into it. Yeah. Honestly, this is what I'll do. I'll go on YouTube. I'll type in Archie Sharp. I'll press play on like his last fight or whatever fight it might be. I'll press play. Watch a minute. Fast forward it to the middle of the fight. All right, we'll see if he's still fit then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. All right, yeah. let's see if he's the same fight at the end of it. Yeah, cool. And, and that's it. Yeah. Does he see how for Orthodox? So you won't watch going, oh, he, nah, nah, he does nah. a lot of body and then, nah, then there's that odd one nah. to the, to I the should, I probably should, but I'd say that to my coaches that yeah. I have trust in. and They do yeah, that part yeah. of it. I was, I was at a space time, stress myself out. Yeah. And I've said this I've said this before to you know, the kids in the gym and, you know, there's going to be time where, you know, like I'm, I'm put to the test anyway. Mm. There's going to be time where you, you might watch these guys and go, fuck, this kind is good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So I don't, like, you know, I'd rather not just watch it eight weeks out and go, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, but you don't need that yeah, yeah, head no, noise. No, no. I just try to skip through a little few things that I want to observe and notice. Yeah, yeah, and I uh, let my trainers fill me in with the rest of it. Yeah, and um, yeah, oh, that's just, the go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone's got a different approach to it. Yeah, some people might spend every Sunday night there watching the, their their opponent. <laughs> what's you know? your What's your favorite punch? Is it the left hook or is that just every other cunt's favorite nah, punch? <laughs> my, my favorite punch is in my left rib. Yep, I've gone away for it over all the years, and I hope to bring it back and show show you guys and yeah, show everybody. Yeah. Um, that's where I built my name up as a, built my name off as an amateur. Yep, I dropped a lot of people of that and uh, stopped a lot of people. Nice. Um, you know, I have a few favorite fighters for different reasons. Mickey, uh, Mickey Ward, Ricky Hutton, they're really yep. good. Oh, right. They're yeah. really really good body punches. Yep. yep. Um, you know, they're not necessarily the best fighters, but just something I steal from them and put it in my own style that's and steal awesome. something of his and bring it to my style. Yeah. But um, I definitely want to bring that back. Yeah, I um, cool. I couldn't. Even, I, I had and I, I ended up having 138 amateur fights and I must have stopped. Probably, maybe off body shots alone, maybe I don't know, maybe twenty or twenty to thirty, maybe. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I, I, yeah, so that's. But obviously, it's on the left side. I feel like I have a lot of power on that side. Yeah, so left hook, left rip. Yep. Whatever it may be there, but yeah. You know, so I'll just add it to my two money punches. Yeah, for sure. You know? Well, that's a good way to segue too into your amateur career and that. What yep. what actually got you into boxing? Like, how how did it all start <laughs> off for you? Well, mate, like I said before, I always felt like I had this fight and burn inside me, and um, it stems back down to the schoolyard. Yeah, little kid. <laughs> nice. yeah, 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 yeah. So I would have been nine years old, and I always just had, always had it back in me then. Like, no, I'm the fighter of the group. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have five mates, and you know, be wrestling around, and I'd think I'm the best out of all of us. Yeah. You know, I wasn't I wasn't a bully or nothing at school. I wasn't an aggressive kid. I was, I was super quiet and shy. Yeah. But I, I was the fighter. Yep. And uh, my best mate at the time, uh, Joel out of, out of Kingaroy, he came to school for a boxing trophy, and I was like, what? Like, what the fuck? I'm I, the fighter. I, I, was, yeah, I was like, no, I'm the fighter. <laughs> yeah. When when did you get this? Like, when did you start fighting? Yeah. He said, no, I fought on the weekend. Um, yeah, I lost, but yeah, I fought. I'm like, what the hell? Mm. I said, I went back home that day and I said, Dad, you need to take me down to the boxing gym. At the time, I was playing soccer. Yep. I said, you have to take me down to this boxing gym. And um, went down there. My mate gave up. I kept going. This was in King Arroy. And um, I had 13 fights under that club. Yep. 13 fights for, I think it was 13 fights, 11 wins, mm. two losses. And then I moved to Caboolture as a family decision to sort of move. I moved there when I was 13. 
and I, I trained under Don Tindall for Caboolture Boston Club for about six years, six seven years. Yep. And I must have had about a, I must have had probably a hundred, oh, probably near a hundred fights there. Wow, that's a lot. Hundred fights, yeah, yeah. Like I was <laughs> traveling around, in. like you know, for time in my life where you know I traveled the world and I never even never even been on a plane before. Yeah, right. never been on a plane, never left the country, and I did this all down to boxing, and mm. you know I'm so thankful for that. And um, yeah, just I just always had this fighting thing in my body. Like, just if I, if I didn't if I didn't find boxing, I would have found something. It would have been definitely in the combat area. Yeah, yeah. I would have Muay Thai. I, I actually want to have a, a Muay Thai fight after boxing. Yep. Yeah, do. give it a go. Yeah, not probably not MMA. It's probably they probably bit too rough. Fuck the me. wrestling off. Oh yeah, <laughs> wrestling. Even to the Muay Thai leg kicks. These oh, legs, these legs right. don't last. <laughs> oh. They're built for speed, bro. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that, even that's a fear for me. But that's something I want to do. Yeah. You know. Oh, for sure, um, man. They freak me out, those check um, check kicks or whatever. Oh, like you, you see check, the, And then next minute, bang. Well, like McGregor's leg, well, Anderson right. Silver's leg. Especially Ooh. when you see, like, they're the best of the best and mm. the Amazon. them. So that definitely st- kind of steers me away from it. Yeah. But it's something I want to do. It's something that, more of a bucket list thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Did you pick up your style early on? Like, were the coaches impressed with you pretty much straight away? Or I like, think they knew you had yeah, some I, talent Yeah, I, I think – I think, <clears throat> Probably not the style. The style I incorporated a lot myself. I watched fighters and incorporate into the the good, like the Liam Wilson that I want. You know, like yeah, nice. you know, a bit of Mickey Ward, a bit of Kovalev, Marquez. You know, his toughness. Joe Fraser's left hook. Yeah, that's where the left hook came from. Joe yeah, Fraser's yeah, left hook. Prime. Yeah, he's my idol from the. Actually, my my he was my idol from, originally, and then it was Chuck Liddell from MMA. Yeah, yeah. I used yeah, to nice. actually fight like Chuck Liddell in the amateurs. Yep. For the first guy, probably up until 14. I used yep. to be a big over and right. Yeah, I used to really, I used to actually idolize his boxing, yep. even as an MMA fighter. Well, mm. I watch his hand pads and, yeah, and um, I thought, yeah, but I'd have to move away from that. And um, yeah, just, I was just trying to incorporate it all into my own thing. I think the one thing the trainers knew I did have is just the um, the mongrel and the the will to win. Yep. That, that's probably all I could say there, the will to win. That yep. punching power too from like, Obviously not the biggest bloke or whatever, but I mean, whatever it is, yeah. is the levers or the pop, like what do they call it, a pop? Like just that yeah. fucking, you just must have that timing down pat, eh? Because yeah. like not many people, I don't think at your weight class could cop like that left hook that you hit Noine yeah. with, clipped him on the chin. I think that's sleeping every cunt, yeah. isn't it? Oh man, like I'm <laughs> glad that one did put him down because my left hand, like like he had time off after that fight, Yeah, but my left hand was so sore from that punch. I remember thinking in the ring, this is fucking it. Yeah, right. I loaded everything up into yeah. that one. Even yeah. when I watched the replay, I watched the the expressions on my face. Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. This is gonna be the one. Yeah. And um, yeah, my hand was sore for probably two, three months after that. Like, I'm mm. glad it didn't go another ten or oh, eight rounds. Yeah, yeah. So, but in terms of the punch and power, I, I think, like I said, like I was I was pretty basic fight up until about seventeen. Yep. Very very basic, and it's nothing down to my trainers, anything like that. I just used to like come forward and use my power. I used to bank on my power to break these kids down. Yeah, yeah. In my head, I'd think, I want to break this kid down, even though I'm a kid. Yeah, yeah. I used to think, yeah, I want to break this kid down or, or him to the body. I was known for the body punches back then. And yeah. the kids back then would like, start squealing and wincing and ugh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I used to get off on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. So, That's a fighter and yeah. So, um, yeah, and then, yeah, it was up until about 17. Then I started incorporating more boxing ability into my style. I yeah. travelled to Germany and lost to the Kazakhstan world champion. Yeah. And it's the first time, I must have been 80 fights into my career, 17 years old, and here I am falling over, falling over in the ring. He's, you know, just making me miss, falling over. And I thought, fuck, this fight in my career, I'm so many fights in. Yeah. And here I am feeling like a beginner. Mm. I feel like a novice. 
How crazy is that? Yeah, After yeah, that yeah. many fights, that many you're going to be humbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, was, I was so humbled and I uh, just um, went back to the drawing board and thought, all right, I've got to start watching more boxing. Yep. I already was, but yep. I d- yeah, I had no future in this sport if I didn't get better. Yeah, cool. And got well, better fast. What was your record in the amateur career, mate? I had um, 180 fights for 124 wins, 14 losses. Okay. Um, That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah big one. And I would have stayed amateur if I – I only turned professional because I had a little girl on the way. I had yeah. my little girl on the way. Yeah, right. So that games. was the decision. That was the decision, yeah, because, see, like, it's pretty bad to say, but, like, yeah, I was <clears> – <throat> I, I hadn't I hadn't been working or anything through my whole boxing career. Even as a kid, I never left school. I never even through school. I'd never had a job because my mindset was focused on boxing. I, I felt like if I had a job, I'd I'd revert to labouring or you know just being like you know take something very physical. Yeah. Yep. So even through school, I had that in my mind. I was always at the forefront. Um, that was always the plan. Bro. It, it always it was the plan. I always knew if I if I got a labouring job, my hundred percent of training would turn to seventy percent. Mm. My four days a week training would turn to two days a week or three days. And I kind of diminished over the time, you know, over time. I was so getting used to the money. Yep. And um, so by this time, I, I was still an amateur. I've been traveling the world, traveling some big tournaments, some some very good memories. And I, and I do miss it. And I, yep. I wish I could have actually said to my trainer last night or the day before, I said, fuck, I want to give the amateurs a crack again after the, after the pro game. Yeah. He goes, yeah, no, you can't. Like, you know, you yeah. can't, you can't have mm. 10 flights. The rules could probably change in years to come. But, um, yeah, so I, I made the Commonwealth Games in 2000. Uh, 2018 on the Gold Coast. Yep. yep. And I had a little girl on the way, and obviously I didn't get paid from um, the amateurs. Yeah. And at this time, like I'm 21 years old, and I'm still on Centrelink. Yeah. Still on Centrelink, and you know I have a caring mother at home. I've got a twin sister, two brothers, two sisters. Yeah. Yep. And my mum was just being the caring mother, saying, "Oh, you know, Liam, like Shani's working, your brother's working, but uh, yeah, what, what are you doing?" And I just, I'd have to like just reassure her and say, "Listen, mum, I'll know soon if I have it." Yeah, so I'm just fixing his head. That's all right. The yeah. <laughs> microphone's blowing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. So I um, yeah. So I had to sort of reassure reassure her. It wasn't really reassurance, but it was trying to just explain what I was doing. I said, yeah. "I'm like, just give me a few more months, and I'll know very soon if I have it or not." Yeah. And I knew the Commonwealth Games trials was coming up. I had to make the trials first to get to the Commonwealth Games, and um, yeah, that sort of planned out. And I said, "Mum, I don't care if I have to start working until I'm, when I'm 30 years old." Yeah. You know, I've I've um, traveled the world. Before I was 18 years old, yep. I made that many memories, and you know I love doing boxing, so I don't care yeah. if I start. I don't, you know, money to me is not a thing at all. I don't, I don't really give a shit about that. Yep. So I made, I made the come off games. Had a little girl on the way. Yep. You don't make money. You don't make any money in the come off you know, in the amateurs. Yeah, yeah. You can't you can't promote sponsors. There's a few things you just you just can't. It's just there's just not a market in that sort of yep. in that field there. What do you have to rely on the sponsors giving you a bit of cash flow on top of just, just based off a weekly wage to get yep. through? Because yep. <clears throat> if the fights happen. I mean, for an example, like I'm out now, I can't fight. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, could, I could have fit in one before, one fight before we went to America, but you know, if I was relying on the fight money, well, I just it just cost me whatever much or how much I was going to get paid. Yeah. So you you know the idea of having sponsors kind of get you by weekly on a weekly wage, and um, you know, the fight is, I guess it's just a bonus. So, yeah. um, but yeah, like yeah, term I had the little girl I turned professional. And that was probably the, that's probably I mean I was fighting three divisions heavier at the at the Commonwealth Games than what I am now. Yeah. So I was kind of against it there. How old were you there, mate? I was I was twenty one. What would twenty one year old you say if you had to say, mate, at twenty six you're going to be fighting in Las Vegas on a fucking yeah, like <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, yeah, I wouldn't have. 
wouldn't have, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked it, eh? Mm. Well, probably wouldn't have, I don't know. I always knew I'd be in hard fights. I always, yep. I, you know, like, I watch boxing, my idols fight, and I'll get tears of joy watching them, thinking, fuck, I can't wait to be in one of those fights. Yeah, yeah. And then to be in those fights, I'm like, yes, I've done it. Yeah, yeah. Like, good, that, for me, that for me is just, you know, that's, 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 my, like, that's, the ice on the cake for me. And is it like but, changing the goalpost now? Like you, you've yeah. headlined a fight for No Limit here. You're about to go uh-huh. to a world title eliminator fight. And then do you just keep changing it to going, right, now this is the goal, this is the yeah, goal? Yeah. Well, the, the main goal for me is to win a world title. Um, I'm, I, my dad passed away when I was just before my 16th birthday and I made him a promise. I said, Dad, I, I, he's, on his, he's on his deathbed. The, the lady come out and they, she told her, she said, he can still hear what you're saying. Go in and make him a promise and... Oh, yeah, I know. Go in and talk to him, and he, yeah, he should be here. He, 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 whether that's mm. a cliche thing to say, or not, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I really held on to that, and I thought, you know, what, I could, I could say goodbye, Dad, love you now, but then that's it. Or I can go in there now, make him a promise that we'll live on forever, or until I get the job done. And the only thing I was doing at that time was boxing. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't think about, you know, making promises about getting a house and stuff. Mm. I was like, oh fuck! I was like, All right, Dad, I'll win your world title. So that, you know, that's that's oh, what I, that's, that's, that's what I, that's what I've said, and that's what I've stuck to. And you know, I always, always, oh, can I can't talk to my dad before I, just before I go out to the to the fights. Yep. You know, obviously since then I've got added motivation with my little kids. Mm. So it's them three things and that are really carrying me through throughout my career. Wow, well, yeah, man. Um, as, as of now, yeah, that's huge. As of now, definitely, my kids definitely, and my dad definitely. Yeah. You know, and I, I truly do believe like n- there's no no person across from me that can, can you know that can who who can beat this corner. Yeah. My dad and two kids. Yep. Yeah. The person awesome. across the room for me cannot beat me. Fucking ice, man. So, and like they might be able to outbox me, they might be able to do this and that, but when it comes to resilience and, you know, who's going to be the last man there will be me. Yeah. It's uh, a good I mindset. So. I hope so. Fuck yeah, mate. That's... You, you, got three, you, got, you got four of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. unreal, bro. Yeah. Fucking unreal. That's real good. So, What's it like having your kids there? Like you have them at the fights? I do. I do. What's that like for you? Like to have yeah. them? Do you, do you um, look out and see where they are before you start fighting? I try, I try not to. Okay. Actually, for the Noine fight, I remember walking out. And I, I made, I told my my partner, I said, don't you ever do that again. Don't make sure she's not in sight ever again. Yeah. Because I walked down, I seen Charlotte, and I could just hear her clear as day over the whole crowd. And I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. And I, I felt like crying. Like I felt like, yeah, getting really, I felt like getting real teary as I was walking up into the ring. Mm. Like, fuck, I wish I'd never seen that because the next moments of her life, I don't know what it will be, but I hope it's a win. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it was the moment was right. The moment was there. Yeah. My little wow. boy, my little girl watching. Mm. I've promised them throughout the camp, and um, yeah, that was a yeah. It wasn't a good feeling. Yeah, mm. you know, only for a confidence sort of thing, or you know, I feel like I'm their superhero. Just I having that in your head, I suppose, when your all your thoughts are with this fight, and then having that yeah. as well as a bit of noise there too. Yeah, eh? yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And if it was to go wrong, mm. you know, I was so confident. But what I'm because this guy had beaten me before. Mm. This guy had knocked me out. Yeah. And if you, I mean, it's probably not a good idea to watch the replay of it. But you know, when I, now when I watch it, I think, fuck, like he fucking made. He didn't make light work of me. Yep. But he made light work of me when you know towards the end of it. Yeah, yeah. And fuck, it was pretty brutal. Mm. Like, fuck, you know, I hope my girl doesn't see that. Mm. You know, she sees she's seen me with cuts in my eyes and stuff, and I can see a reaction there. Let alone she she she'll pull me up on a little blister on my finger here. Yeah, like, right. I need a band aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need a band aid too. Yeah, yeah. And so like. You know, I don't want to see. I don't want my little girl who really does sing the world of me and mm. you know, the toughest person out there to watch me get dropped and stopped. And, yeah. Know. So that was probably the the fear factor there. Yep. I told, yeah, make sure that never happens again. Yep. And you know, keep them away. They can watch. Yeah. Keep them away. Yeah. 
What Get about this? Um, so you're going to be, is it about eight weeks or something in America? Is that the longest you've been away from your kids yeah. or are they coming over? Nah, that'd be the longest I'd be away. Yep. I mean, that's, that's the ideal plan. Get away for about eight weeks. You know, if, yep. if not, like, you know, I need somewhere around that time. You know, I want to get comfortable. I have to factor in, factor in, you know, you could get sick. I want to yep. get sparring. I feel like I should have been in America a long time ago. Not, not necessarily for this, but for the training. Yeah. So I want to get over there. You know, spar- like, I feel like I'll be in two fights. The fight itself, then fighting these Mexican fellas in the gym. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. I want to get over there and stamp my authority and really let it be known who I am. Prime. You know, who this Australian is and yep. I think go, fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 I look forward to that. In my head, it's two fights. I'm so t- you've planned all your um, sparring partners? Like you said, you're going to um, spar the Mexican oh, guys and that sort of thing? Well, it's in a Mexican gym, so I, oh, I, presu- okay. I presume. This is the California one? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. It's, if, if, we, if we do base ourselves out, out of there... The trainer there is Robert Garcia. Yeah. He's oh, a former nice. world champion himself. Trained many world champions. Um, awesome. you know, there's a, there'd be plenty of sparring. You know, I haven't got it lined up. That'd be his his job or my trainer's or manager's job. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just go in that gym and make like you know they, they they're not going to respect an outsider. Yep. So nah. yeah, I'm gonna go there, and make them respect me. Yeah, that's awesome, so, bro. You know, in my head, I don't know. How, I don't know if anybody else thinks like this, but when I when I spar. I've had to turn it down a bit because, because um, you know, it's a working relationship with your sparring partners. Australia's not too big. There's not much, much. There's not many sparring partners out there. Yep. So you, you don't want to make it too heated and get too, you know, vicious, vicious yeah. with each other because you know it's a working relationship. They're helping you as well, hundred percent. I suppose being away, being away from your kids will be hard, but at least you can like one hundred percent focus your whole being into yeah. this fucking lead up and fight. Eh? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And that's the, that's the mindset I've got. Like. It's unfortunate. I've, I've reminded the kids a few times in the last couple of weeks, like, Daddy's going to be gone soon. Yep. And Charlotte, like my little girl, Charlotte, she's like, I want to come with you. Like, yep. you're going on a plane. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you'll see me. Like, Daddy has to go. Like, she doesn't really understand fully. Yep. But I'll try and, like, describe to her in the most, you know, easy way to understand. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, I just want to be there to focus because I know, I mean, I probably, if, if they were to come, I'd feel obligated to go see him in between training times yeah, or resting sure. times. And, yeah. you know, I don't want to... Um, you know, it's just yeah. I want to make the most make, of the opportunity. Yeah, make it a hundred percent. How big are the teams going over with you? How many? I've got my good mate Calm, which he's met before. Yeah, he's my like my right hand man. He's always there with me, help yep. me out, yep. down to my diet, down to you know like everything. Yep. You know, if I put one sock on, he puts the other on. Yeah, that's yep. the guy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, good shit. My trainer, my trainer. I've got two trainers pretty well. I've got um, and they're, they're best mates, so it's a good working relationship. Oh, there. Nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I will go see Benny a few days a week, yep. which is All Stars Boxing Gym. Yeah, both they, we both they both uh, train their fighters under under the same banner. Yep. But there's Benny Harrington and Chris Evers. Yep. And I go fifty fifty pretty well. Yeah. One's kind of like the hard work and um, the game plan. One's one's like a t- 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 uh, technician. Yep. Yeah. He's very smart and works all the little fine points and um, yeah, it's good. It's good, like, good break, you know. I think it's important to go to, you know, well, for me anyway, I've been in the gym, same gyms for 16 years now. Yeah. So it's good to break it up a bit and do my own thing there. Yeah, cool, man. Um, but in terms of when they come, obviously they have a life as well. Mm. They have family, kids, commitments. Um, but, you know, if they can, I think if they can get there after Christmas, you know, I'll, I'll be happy, you know, yep. four weeks yep. with me. Yeah, you cool, know, I'll be, I'll be under good, a good set of eyes over in America yep. if I do train at that gym. And, yep. um yeah. Oh, awesome, So, so Callum will be with you the whole time, the eight weeks? He'll be there the whole time. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, cool, yeah he'll be there the whole time. At least having someone that you're comfortable with too will make it a bit better, you reckon? Like being over yeah. there and away from home, at least having that yeah, bloke yeah. who you fucking can open oh, up to. Fuck, 
I couldn't imagine this in F eight weeks. Like, I mean, I'll be there training and keeping busy doing in that sense. Mm. I'd be coming home, buddy. Heading head my phone doing nothing, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be good to have a bit of normality there. Yeah, yeah. for sure, mate. Um, you know, 100%. somebody to annoy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Just Maybe. pestering. Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, fucking yeah, I'll be getting some extra massages. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> happy, happy ending. <laughs> yeah, he's good with that. Yeah, yeah. That's the guy. <laughs> mate, with nah. the, so going into the fights, do you, and I suppose now that you're on these big cards, the whole um, favourite underdog thing, the whole betting things, like it'll be available to bet on and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you read into that much? Like as in going, fuck so, off, I like, should be the favourite. I'll, I'll be honest, right? <laughs> I won't bet on the fight. Yeah. There's been a few times I'm like, because I, th- I figured, you know, Mayweather bets on himself, you know, he bets on himself all the time. Yeah. That's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to win. Why yeah. The f- why the fuck wouldn't you bet on yourself just to win? Yeah. Maybe not the outcome because obviously that can change your fight, you know. Yeah. KO points, you know, you might be looking for the knockout. So yeah. it could change everything. But if you just bet on yourself to win, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm. I don't feel like that should jinx it at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're supposed to win, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I saw, you know, superstition way of, superstition reasons of just stay away from it. Mm. But... I, I am thinking the same thing people might be thinking. Like if I see a good bet or the odds, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, and, yeah. In my head, I'm like, come, make sure you're jumping on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I will but, be. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, I'll send you a text. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where I was going to hit. Yeah, which round, bro? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, we've got to, yeah. yeah. We've, um, and even just between like, yeah, we, you know, when these Australian fight nights happen, I mean, remember mates get together and we'll, We'll try and find the, the money making. Uh, the money That's making right. Better. With your experience and knowing boxing, yeah. you'd be pretty good at picking them as well, pick, wouldn't you? Pick, yeah, like maybe. Look, I've had I've had a lot of losses as well. You know, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, I'm not a professional. Yeah, but in terms of the Australian fight game, like you know, I think a lot of the Australian commu- uh, boxing community will sort of know who's who, and the, well, you know, it's not about who should win a fight. Boy, you know, more more of a sense of yeah, those odds shouldn't be that. Yeah, yeah. So jump on that one. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of. Yeah, jumping on the right time too, like because once people see those markets go up, they come in pretty short. I suppose yeah. too, because like the Aussie boxing, it's obviously been around for ages, but blown up the last sort of couple of years yeah. thanks to No Limit and these cards that have brought eyes on the sport. Yeah. So like for the most part, I suppose not many people really know it down to do a T like you blokes would. So uh, I suppose okay. that's where their whole betting would yeah. come in because you go bullshit. That shouldn't be that fucking hundred percent. And that'd be the same when everyone in their own sort of field, you know, like. You know, there's an area in, like I said, the, the races. Mm. Certain trainers would know who's who and whatnot. Yeah. That was like Joe Rogan. He always said um, he followed all the kickboxing and stuff. And when they entered into the UFC, yeah. he goes, I felt like I was almost cheating because I knew all the up-and-coming blokes and true. I was just winning 80% yeah. to 20. Yeah. So true, though. Yeah. yeah it it's like be. you got to... Yeah, you know, you know, you know more than the the market, the people are making them, but the bookies. Yeah. How, how do you um, like we're talking about these people getting exposure now onto these fighting cards? Like, how do you get onto? How did No Limit approach you, man? Or how did how did it come about for you to get that opportunity? They appro- yeah, they approached my contract with DNL ended, and they approached me a little while after. Yeah. And um, yeah, like. I guess Sweet. money money talks. How did right. you go? Um, was that a good feeling for you? Like when that when that came about. It was, yeah, because they were just sort of starting off, but um, they were still very good. They had mm. Tim, they had Tim Zoo at the time, and and currently, yeah. But they're doing good, good things with him. I could see that, obviously. Yeah. And um, as an Australian fighter, you're sort of looking like you know you, you admire what they're doing as well. Yeah. You admire the promotion or whatever's happening. Yeah. And um, you know, for to get an offer from them, and you know, they're good, they're great people at No Limits. Yeah. Matt, George, and Trent, they're good. They're really good fellas, and um, they yeah. looked after me. Yeah, that's um, awesome, mate. Like. Even. You know, I hold him pretty tightly in terms of, you know, with my loss to Noine, 
and they, they stuck by me and I told, like, you know, I told so many people after that, after the loss, like literally that night, I said, do not fucking lose faith in me. Mm. I said to the officials, referees, judges. Yeah. I said to the like, everyone at No Limits, don't you, don't you lose faith in me. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I just tried to get that rematch happening because it wasn't happening at first. It was yep. kind of a few things stuffing around and yeah, you know, it was on then it was off and he was I just it was a bit funny. Yeah, right. You know, eh? And we got it was finally on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. No, that's yeah, good that yeah. they got it done yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So for me, um, yeah, I hold him very tightly for that because. Um, if if I never got that win back, it would have been, a, I don't know, I, mm. don't, I just don't know like what I would be doing. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I would have been playing. I still would have been fighting. Yeah, yeah. But I was, yeah. I think me coming back from that fight and winning the way I did. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. I know I can overcome a proper adversity. Yeah, like, for sure. Not, not like a little, a little tiny th- a little hiccup. Yeah, like, like a, a proper big, big, big. This is a big thing. Oh, for sure. So mate. for me to come back from that was just like, okay. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. You know. Mate, and, and by, by doing that, I mean like I'm not going to rematch everyone that if I'm to lose again. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I knew I could. But that beat one him. for you, yeah, how I, you yeah. felt? I knew from, I could beat him. Yeah. You know, sometimes if if you're going to lose, sometimes you might get you might lose fair and square. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, fuck this guy, this is he's he's good. Yeah, he was better on the day yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, oh, this guy's just machine. Yeah, yeah. So you know <laughs> what I mean? So yeah. But yeah, I knew I could do that. So for fight to get, um, you know, but back on the cars, I was like, yeah, you beauty. Yep. So. No, oh, that's awesome, man. Know. Yeah. We, we've talked to a fair few boxers too that we've had on about the situation. I feel like you're perfect to ask too, being with No Limit and stuff. And how do you feel about the rugby league influence yeah, on boxing and yeah. how it's been brought in, I suppose, to bring young fighters into the spotlight? Like, how do yeah. you feel about it all? Mate, I, I like it for – I mean, the fight itself, it's whatever is well, it's whoever's take on, on it. You know, Every individual has a different take on it. Mm. But in terms of me – I've been very fortunate. Paul Gallen has gave me a lot of spotlight fighting on these undercards a few times, mm. co-main event. Um, you know, so for me, I'm so thankful. Yeah. Um, it's bringing a lot of eyes to the sport. Whether you hate it or love it, it's got a lot of eyes and viewing on it. Mm. And, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people watch it for the boxing too. Yeah. They watch it for the boxing and then uh, the, footy, the footy fights are next. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm sure at the time, you know, people want to see Gallen fight. And, yeah. you know, like for me, it was a, it was a really big thing. Yeah, you know, I probably won't say too much on it because everyone's got their own perspective. Yeah, yeah. But for, sure. for me, it um it helped build me. It really yeah. did because I fought on. You know, I've been very fortunate to you know to be on the undercard of them. Yeah, and um it's helped me build my name. Well, mate, to be to be honest with you, like as I always grew up watching footy and the Origin and stuff. And like I said, I'm a big fan of Aussie boxing now. Yeah. But a few years ago, I didn't really know much about it. And I started watching these things because the footy blokes were fighting. Started watching blokes like yourself. And now I'm a fan of yours and a lot of Aussie boxers. So for people like me, it really has brought eyes to the sport. Now I'm a fan of boxing. Like I'll watch a – now I'm not interested in paying – 50-something yeah. bucks to watch Hodges and Gallon too. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. But I will pay for a fucking full-loaded Aussie boxing card. Thank you, mate. Yeah, you it's, know yeah, what it's really refreshing to hear because, you know, I hear that from a lot of people. People, mm. I, know, people I know that would never watch boxing before. Yeah. And now they do because of, you know, maybe someone they might admire now or a boxer they've been watching and they've seen him on a on an undercard of a Gallon thing. Going, oh, yeah. Yeah, I love this, this fella. There's mm. he's more fight nights too. Like, we're... Oh. They do that charity fight night here. I'm going to a Rocky charity fight night this weekend. Yeah, up there, things like the stockyards or whatever. Are they, are they entertaining? Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, yeah, yeah. I went to that Fred Brophy's. Oh, the boxing tent one. I went there yeah. to the, uh, the Mount Eyes at the rodeo. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. A few months ago. Yeah, that was the best night of my life. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking like, good, eh? Just a sit back, no yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah. Get and just them, enjoy. Get them a yeah. and watch the fights. It was really yeah. good. No, it is so, good, eh? Yeah, it is really good, and there, and there certainly is a lot more shows. 
Like, yeah. even I, like I remember, like that's probably why I always, I always thought I was going to be an just amateur boxing. Yeah. Because there was no, there was no platform. Like the biggest fight for me to go on was at a fucking pub in Brisbane. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that was the limelight. Yeah. And for me, that wasn't really a, that wasn't really enough for me to turn professional. Yeah. That wasn't enough for me to turn professional. But you know, once Jeff Horman fought, uh, fought Pacquiao in Brisbane, seeing that live, and then No Limits coming on the show. Yep. You know, building Tim and, the, you know, there started being more Fox Sports events. And, what's, um, what's the one um, Reese just fought on? I know that Days are. Main, main room. Uh, yeah. Match room. Match but, room. yeah, Days oh, does English. Yeah, 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 I don't even. Oh, I what can't it, pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> I've never even heard of it beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D-A-Z-M. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. That, I think that was a fir- that was a first show in Australia. Yeah. And a big one, a big one for Reese to get on as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, Eddie, on a Eddie fucking up. real tough opponent, but I'm keen to see what Reese can do. You know, yeah. moving forward now that he's made his debut and stuff. And so, is he planning on saying? Is it so? Oh, like, I think so. We haven't had we haven't had a chat to him since the fight. We got him on um, before it and stuff like that. So yeah, it'd be good getting him back on and having a chat about what that was like to experience a card like that and yeah. meet Eddie Hearn and oh, shit like that. It would have yeah. been a bit of a spin out, I reckon. Crazy, yeah, because that's like, you know, it's a, it is like he's a, probably the biggest promoter mm. in the world at the moment. He's a Dana White of the boxing world, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's well, I suppose well, yeah. if you. As someone who doesn't know the sport inside and out, you see Eddie Hearn is like, yeah, like, yeah. like the boxing promoter, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. So, but it's it's good like to see Reese back in here because I've I'd, I'd fought him a few times in the amateurs. Yep. Um, I think I fought him for the Commonwealth Games trials. Yeah, right. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sweet. But um, he is. Yeah, I I remember listening to the podcast, but yeah, he's the toughest bloke I've ever ever fought. Yeah, that's because awesome, um. Right? Oh, his, his head would be black and blue by the end of the fight. Yeah, yeah. Piss and blood. I think I dropped him a couple of times too, like body shots and head shots and fucking. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just know usually they don't get up from that. Yeah. It's that glass and boy in him, Especially the, uh, <laughs> oh, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, like, even the, like, I'm, I'm, fuck, I hit him with his body shot once and fuck, man. Oh, I don't know, I don't know how he got up. Yeah. He, he would get up and he'd finish the fight black and blue. Yeah, and yeah, he's tough as guts. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome, he's, bro. He's definitely the toughest fighter I fought. Fucking because ass. you know, there's some fighters that are tough and then like you know, but I'll drop him and he'd still get up and keep fighting him. And when they do that, you're like, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he was tough. Yeah, that's like um, people do some like buying game stuff. Like Garside will stand in his corner. Like yeah. sometimes I think he did that. I don't know if he did it the last fight, but like stand up instead of sit on the stool. Yeah, well that. Get in your head if the bloke across from you is just standing there ready to go, or do you uh, just sort of not really? Not really sure. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It that could hasn't be. Could, could, yeah. I know what I'd be like, yeah, fuck, sit down, yeah. mate. <laughs> yeah. Sit down, mate. You're making the fucking yeah. joint look untidy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm not too sure. I think it'd just be, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I yeah. I think you're really trying to catch a breather there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. right. So. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, boxing's in a good place. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Oh, it's exciting it's as good, fuck. It's in a good place. There's yeah. So many. Yeah, there's heaps of fucking awesome fighters, and like I said, I think what's happened and how it did get built up like that, there is actual like genuine fans of boxing yeah. and Aussie boxing now, which is fucking cool. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, also, yeah. Thank you guys for having me on too. Like, oh no, no worries. Fucking been a pleasure. No, it's good, I've mate. Got, it's know, um, yeah. We like I said, I've been watching you the last few years, man, and really exciting to watch your fight and getting this opportunity now. It's yeah. fucking, it's great. And hopefully we can bring a few more eyes onto that fight and yourself and your career and fucking, you know, can't yeah. wait to see what happens in the future, bro. Thanks, look, out for, yeah. look out for America. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. 
shit day to be an American. Right yeah. on a few Mexicans' heads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I look forward to it. Like, I, so I was, yeah, I, I always fight with a lot of pride and my heart my sleeve and just go mm. hard. Like, oh. you know, I, I don't think I'll ever be in a boring fight. So, yeah. And you know, get, get behind me and, yeah. For sure. Like know, so, always. mate, just let's plug it again before before we finish up. Is that so? It's Is it January 29th or 28th 20, in Australia? Uh, January 28th in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be fucking prime, um, mate. So, everyone, yeah. make sure you get onto that. On the Tim Zoo, Charlo. Yeah. Undisputed world title. No, nah, that'll be it'll be good, bro. I'm fucking real excited for it, mate. And hopefully you can get over there with a bit of time up your sleeve, you know, so you have that fucking chance to train and yeah. do all that sort of thing, man. Yeah, man. Like I'm looking forward to that. Like above the fight, obviously, wholeheartedly the fight I'm looking forward to. Mm. You know, getting the win. Yep. And um but this the training right now after sitting on the couch for so long and you know, all sort of done my whole life is training, so to have that taken away from me, just to be trained now, I'm so happy. Yep. But then to get over to America and get a look at what I've been missing for so long and you know, get a taste of how good these guys are, like yeah. the, the Mexicans, like see how tough they actually are. Yeah, yeah. You know, you always hear about it. You always hear the big punches, but but um I know they have you know, I'm not blowing smoke at my own ass, but I know what I bring in, in into sparring. I fight yeah. every spa like a world title fight. Yeah. Um you know, as a as a young kid my trainer always tell me like like, you know, it's the tenth round. Like this is this is a fucking world title. Like, get out there. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's always my mentality. And I that's just know I just, I'm, not, I'm not looking forward to showing the Mexicans. Yeah, who are you? Yeah, well, whoever, mate, whoever, whoever. Mate, listening to you, watching your fights, you got cunt in you. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it'll it's be good to bring to the Mexicans in the gym sparring yeah, yeah. leading up, right? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking prime. I can't I wait. Might mate. The, I might have the walking in the Australian flag on back. Stop yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. Now, I, I think I'll definitely walk out for the Australian flag. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure, mate. Have Australian that pride. Flag. Yeah, definitely. Australian what, flag. what about your uh, walkout song? Do you have one I that do, you stick I do, with? I do, I do. I, as as time's gone on, I've I've heard some new songs. You do, you know, you yeah, hear it, you're on the piss and you hear a good song. You're like, fuck, that's the next walkout. That's song. fire yeah, me yeah. up. Yeah. I like um, uh, the one what I have right now. We have um, it's a, it is, either tiger without the acoustics. So it's just the voice. Oh, oh yeah. Starts with that. Yep. And then it goes into my dad's favourite song, which is um, Gary Glitter, Rock and Roll Rock Part 2. Yeah. And it's yeah, just rock. the beat. There's no singing to it. It's just the beat. Yeah. Yeah. That was my dad's favourite. So my that's, that's what that. it would be. I feel, like, I feel like as of now, I can't really change that. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it's just, fuck, my dad, I really think my dad when I'm walking out there too. So yep. Fuck, that's special, yeah, mate. I don't think I'll change that. Yeah. But um, like I said, there's a few songs I hear. I'm like, oh, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> might, might, might make a little remix. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. But, um... Yeah, I'm looking forward to walking out to that. In my head, though, I've always, I used to always say as a young kid, if I fight an international person or go internationally, I will 100% walk out to Land Down Under. Yeah. yeah that's because true. that's where I'm coming from. Fucking nice. I, I think, think Volkanovski does that, does he? Yeah. I think Whitaker did it once, too. So, yeah, yeah I feel like you just kind of really have to. Like, that's how. Yeah. It just brings I, us I, all I, together, I, right? I probably could do it because of something I've been saying. Yeah. Do the remix one. Yeah. I might have to do something. Yeah, I've always, sure. I always said I was going to do it, so it's not really going against anything. Well, I think I those know. big events too, right? Like you'll be walking from a fair way, won't you? Yeah, like as in, yeah. I suppose the local things, you probably only have a short amount of time yeah, for not. a song, but who knows? You might have that distance where you can put the that fucking cool. land down under <laughs> and then go into your, you know. As you enter the ring, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. have to play around with that. Mm. But um, yeah, it's, it's a big thing to think about. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. I do, I do think I have to... Land and other things always been always stuck with me. Yeah, to walk out to that in an international country, 
And mate, if you're an Aussie, us unit sitting on the couch with a beer, yeah, and mean. that yeah, comes yeah, on, you're like, "Fucking, I'm let's getting, go!" I'm getting pumped now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, mate, got goosebumps on me legs. Yeah. Me fucking, uh, yeah. So, a little bit to think about. I'm sure, even trying mate. to think of my trunks now. I know we've we've already got we've oh, already yeah. got the, the uh, something in the works at the moment, but yep. it was only the other night I was thinking like, all right, maybe I do need to. Probably like a green shorts with gold flares on the side. Oh, yeah, yeah. Green and gold. Fucking I'm nice. thinking that now, but I'm like, is it too late? But yeah, it could work. Yeah, for it sure. Might, it might do. Yeah, yeah. How far out do you need to get all that stuff sorted, bro? Like your shorts, do you have to let we, them know what you're going to wear and all that we, sort of shit? Yeah, well, we've got a good, like a good, uh, good uh, company maker, MVRK, and they've mm. been making the last probably three or four sets of shorts, and they're, um, they're top quality, very good, yep. and they do need time to – to work on it. They put a lot of time and effort into it and they, yep. pro- they pride themselves on that. Yep. Um, so shout out to them. They, yeah, it must be about, yeah, putting a good eight weeks, I reckon. Yeah. Like, I think we, we try and give them about eight weeks and even then we're, we're pushing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you alter things, you change it. Yeah. Fabrics, so, things, like trying to get anything these days at the moment. Oh, I got to, Got to get it fit and perfect for your skinny little legs. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't like big baggy shorts. To yeah. Like, mate, mate. Well, you wouldn't need anything else on your <laughs> yeah, mind, would you? Shins are copping a hiding. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Three quarteries. Nah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty well. Yeah. I said, do not <laughs> chuck me in. <laughs> little short things up here. Yeah. yeah. The, world, the world can't see them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, it's a bit of goes into it. I'm I'm very fussy with the boxing boots. Very yep, fussy. Yep. I brought so many boxing boots over the years where I'll, I'll wear it for the first session and give it to the kids straight away in the gym. Yeah. Yep. Nah, shit. Yeah, right. What Which, do you run, Reebok? What um, you I've just changed a new uh, Nike Viper, Ma- Viper Max or something. Yep. yep. My, mate, my mate put me onto them. Yep. But before then, I was just sort of just try and, try and error. Yep. yep. Yeah, try and error. Like, it would be Asics, it would be fucking Brooks. Yep. Did you have that um, one comfy pair and you, and you had them mate, for ages and you're like, oh, man, 100. percent I had these. <laughs> I you? had these Adidas. They were 70 bucks. Yeah, 70 dollars at Adidas. Fuck, if I remember the name, I probably got probably would have found some more somewhere, but I can't remember. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Duct taped up and shit by the end oh, of man, it. Oh, they had no thread on them. <laughs> yeah. They had no thread. They were white. They were so dirty. Yeah. They weren't. They were. They were. They were, they were, they were just disgusting looking shoe. They stunk. Yeah. But I couldn't get them anymore. Yeah. Right. And um. I think it's not like I mean to do yard work, but I just did something in the yard and I was freaking like, they just said, cops are beaten by then. I was like, ah, I'm trying to chuck them out. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but yeah, deep down in the boxing, like shoes, some shoes will make you walk different. Yep. You yeah. Know, that's true. And in my head, some, some gloves make me punch different as well. Yeah. There's been plenty of times where I've brought gloves, put them on for the first session. No, nah, fuck them off. Yeah, see you later. Yeah, no, oh, it's like it. work boots, bro. Like for people on the work site and that, you need to be comfortable yeah, in your it's boots. Just, yeah, it's just you got enough to. What you and do. for you fighting, like you want to make sure that you aren't thinking about boots and pants when you fucking have to be thinking yeah. about punching some cunt in yeah. the head. Are they looking at my legs? Like, <laughs> yeah. So things, yeah, just, yeah. things like that, like just yeah, down to like this comfort. It's yeah. comfort, especially mm. while you, you know, as you say, if you're at work, you don't be doing you know big days and fucking sitting there going, oh, this fucking thing's annoying me. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Mate, what about um you got any fucking sponsors or anything like that that have helped you out on along the way you want to give a shout out to or anyone helping you or fucking mate, I've got a big big like all my back of my shirt here. Yeah, yeah. I've actually got a I've got a, a heap like and then there's you know, I thank them so much because throughout the all these dark times not all these dark times, but the dark time of my life, which is the rematch annoying eh? Mm. And that's nothing that was playing my mind too, it was like, oh fuck, like you know, I didn't lose faith in myself, but you know people can easily lose faith in you. And mm. you know, fortunately, my my loyal sponsors they never did. Yep. And um, you know, I, I have a 
a few that have stuck by me from day dot, and I'm so thankful for that. Yep. Um, I have a paper tape. Oh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, Callum, I don't know. You ripped the kid off, mate. Callum, bring that fucking Come shirt here. in here. <laughs> Come here. There he is. There you go. Uh, technology people. I've got two major sponsors: Technology People, Lincom. Yep. Um, I think they're in your field as well. Lincom do the the mining and yeah, like the a machinery um, recruitment yeah. Yeah. machinery yeah. machinery. Yep. Uh, Flynn Civil, RML, Rapid Line, Primary, Primary Metals, IBC, VBR Lawyers, Owens and Associates, and Nitro Crushing, Alliance Roofing as well. Yep. Yeah, nice. um, you know, they've been with me for some of these guys have been with me since day dot. Yeah, back, awesome. Back when I was on um, on Centrelink. Yeah. Well, no, and, mate, how good's that though? They're having the people like that to help yeah. you fucking do what you're doing. Yeah. And um, like, the, I mean, I, I guess it starts off as a sponsorship, but then it becomes like a true friendship sort of thing. And, yep. you know, I, you know, without these guys, I, I wouldn't have a roof over my head because fighting, fighting and your purse set of fighting is definitely not enough. Yeah, that's so, right. So, you know, due to these guys, they've helped me. Um, focus on my goal and pursue my dreams, and yep. you know I'm so thankful for that. Even through, like most importantly, the hard times. Yeah, unreal, so, mate. In yeah. this press conference, if this pom starts lifting up to you, just say to him, mate, I'm going to do to you what a wild bull would do to a mango, <laughs> and just fucking that'll blow up. Oh, you won't know oh what yeah, to do straight up. Yeah, everyone will be like, <laughs> who's this Aussie? Listen oh. here, bud. I'll do to you what a wild bull would do to a mango, and oh. he'll just fucking. I wish I had the voice to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but no, mate, thanks so much for fucking joining us. Um, It's been a great chat and I can't wait to see what you can do, not only in Vegas on January, but fucking just in the future, mate, it'll be prime. Yeah, no, thank you guys so much and thanks uh, Heath for having me on. I really do appreciate it and, you know, it it really, um, it it sort of hit a soft spot when I had just random people message me screenshots of, have you heard of these guys? And I'm like, nah, nah, I've never heard of them. But yeah, make sure you listen to this episode, listen to this one. You know, go to this time and yeah. So I went out and went on and did that, and I was blown away by what you guys have, um, you know, how much you guys backed me in, yeah. in these podcasts, and I appreciate it so much. And right. um, you know, to be here sitting with you guys right now, it, fucking thank you so much. Mate, Sign for the future for you, mate. Fucking it won't be the last time you come on, bro. I fucking can't wait to get you back after you do these big fights and just man, fucking my pleasure. Have a chat yep. about my how pleasure. it all went and shit, you know. Yeah, it'd be my pleasure, man. Too easy. Well, I suppose that's fucking, that's us today. That's a wrap. Make sure you stay out of each other. Yeah. (laughs) Boom. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365 day returns.